Hey everyone, you're listening to episode number 24. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I can't believe we're at episode 24 already. It's like, where has the year gone? It's just been incredible. Well, this week, I'm really excited to encourage you guys in being your own best cheerleader. But before we kind of get into that, I want to share our weekly updates of some winners that we've had in the Powerhouse family. And these winners are particularly exciting because they all have some really cool stories attached to them. And I want to share those with you now. So we had a couple winners in South Dakota this past weekend. One of them is Courtney Remick, who is now your new Miss Siouxland. And what is so cool about that is Courtney came to us about six months ago and was going to be playing the viola for her talent. And I remember asking her when she picked up the viola and she said, oh, you know, four months ago. And as a cello player myself who's been playing for, gosh, like 15 years now, I gracefully had to tell her, Courtney, this doesn't seem like it's very true to yourself. And a string instrument is probably the last thing that I would ever tell someone to pick up randomly because there's, it's just hard. String instruments are extremely difficult and not playing them well can sound like a screeching baby uh, very, very easily. And while I never heard Courtney play the viola, and I'm sure she was amazing, um, I remember having a very defining conversation with her where she was so passionately telling me about her powerlifting experience. And so you'll have to go check out her profile, which I'll put all the links um, in the show notes. But Courtney and I worked together just a day later to put together a powerlifting routine slash monologue for her talent, uh, which she performed at Miss South Dakota this past year. And the extra special thing about this is because um, Courtney decided to compete again, obviously, this year. And this time at the pageant, she not only took home top interview, but also the top talent award and the top title of Miss Siouxland. And why that was so incredibly special is because Courtney did not get down on herself. Um, She continued to use the mindset principles that we we teach at Powerhouse Pageantry and gathered herself by the bootstraps. And I just remember her texting me last night and the night before, just so incredibly proud of herself because she continued to revamp um, what that talent was. I'm not going to reveal all the details. You'll have to go see it for yourself or ask her. But you can see um, awesome pictures of it um, on her profile and, and from state, state especially. And we're just so proud of her um, at Powerhouse. Part of why I do what I do every day, you guys, is because I get to see these transformations right before my eyes of people growing in their confidence. And when all the cylinders start firing at once and when I see that things are coming together where these young women really start to believe in themselves sometimes for the first time at this level of capacity. Um, You know, Courtney texted me the other day and was like, wow, like I really believe I could win this thing. Like I beat some heavy hitters and you know, it's not about who you beat. There's different winners, different day. But the point is, is seeing that confidence in herself. Um, you know, especially after not making the top at state last year, um, she was just so proud of herself. And in just a short time, you guys, using the principles that we teach our women in our community, um, she was able to turn her mindset around and make a huge change and literally elevate her pageant performance 
instantly, you guys. Um, the second person I'd love to highlight is Jackie Bossman. And the reason why I'd love to highlight this is, first of all, she dominated and won Miss Sioux Falls um, in that same pageant. But also, Jackie's only been a part of our community for about a week and went, went and won. Um, and we're so proud of her, so excited to continue to help her grow. Um, and so she's just a, such, such a special young lady, especially since she lives here in Omaha and is going to be a boss lawyer one day or whatever the heck she wants to do. She's like me. She's got 50 different dreams and 50 different paths that she could be on. And last but not least, um, this is a really, really special story that I wanted to share with you all today. And that story is about Mackenzie Kennedy. And she's a client of ours, a new client of ours, who's been in our inner circle community for, um, she'll have to fact check me on this, but about I don't know, a month, month and a half or so, so not very long. And Mackenzie had been trying um, to get to Miss Washington for five years. And um, with just some very, very simple mindset training and just a couple other hacks where, you know, very honestly, the number one thing that we end up teaching our clients is just giving them permission to um, be themselves. At the end of the day, there's a lot of coaches out there who tell you that you have to fit into the mold of someone that you're not. And let me just say that I think the proof is in the pudding where after a girl who had been trying and feeling like she had to be somebody that she wasn't, was trying for five years to no avail. And then after being in our community and just surrounded by these awesome women who are also fearlessly and just flawed, but totally themselves and fearlessly themselves, um, she wins. And I just think that's so cool. She won over $15,000 in scholarship. Um, let me just tell you, if there's a local that's providing $15,000 in scholarship, it's not an easy local. And uh, I believe she won interview too. Mackenzie, you'll have to check me on that. But we're just so incredibly proud of her. And I just really believe that God blesses you when you make an investment in your future and in your dreams. And um, God can open the storehouses and the windows of heaven to, to help you grow when you invest your time, talent, or treasure or other things. Um, like I said, into that growth. Uh, there's been so many times in my life, you guys, where I've made uh, an investment that scared me a little bit in either my time, my talent, or my treasure. And it's just proven dividends every single time in uh, producing the woman that I am today. And like I said last week, I always try and go first um, at living the lifestyle that I tell you guys to live and walking in it because uh, we don't like frauds around here. So congratulations to those three women. And we had two other women who competed this weekend who also um, didn't come home with the title, but they both won interview. And so love that they're doing their part. And uh, you know, sometimes it's kind of weird especially in locals, you guys, just to encourage you, I wouldn't get too bent out of shape if for some reason you get first runner up at a local, um, but you win something like interview. Um, the reason why I say that is because sometimes, um, and we just ran into this last weekend, but sometimes, especially if you go to school out of state um, or you just honestly aren't the judge's cup of tea that day, specifically with locals, sometimes they really are looking for a small town girl if it's in a small town or a girl who's going to school in the town and you go to the community college and that's what they're looking for. And just remember that when things like that are completely outside of your control, um, one of our clients specifically this week had actually gotten a full ride to the college that she goes to because of the Outstanding Teen Program. So it's like, my goodness, if they're going to penalize you for going to a different school out of state that this organization paved the way for, then that's just kind of silly. So um, just making sure that you keep your chin up and focus on the majors. Don't get caught up on the minors. That's a huge just mantra for life in general, but making sure that you walk away with your head high, um, extremely confident that you put it all out there in the best capacity possible. Um, they might just honestly be looking for something different. 
And we never know how those local directors are coaching the judges. And I don't mean that like spitefully or like they're doing anything in a, um, inauthentic or not legal, you know, if that's the right term way, um, they might just honestly be looking for something. And, uh, sometimes you'll have really local judges there. There's an, a ton of different variables that are completely outside of your control. So you just focus on your game, move on to the next one. And uh, I cannot even count how many times I've had a girl who's lost in a local and then ended up winning state. So don't get too caught up about that. No worries at all. But we just wanted to celebrate uh, our amazing powerhouse clients who have done some incredible things this week. And now for today's podcast. So today, I really wanted to talk very briefly about how to encourage yourself, how to encourage your own heart and be your best cheerleader. This is something that (laughs) coming out of the craziness of pageant season and kind of walking into 2020 and just to be completely honest with business booming like crazy, just because we've been so successful in this last year. And it's been just wonderful um, getting to meet new clients and coach in new states and new cities all over the country and um, almost having to say, sorry, we don't have enough room because I like to be really intentional um, with some of our clients and really almost being at capacity for the year already, which is amazing. Um, So side note, if you do want to work with us, if you've been listening to our podcast for a long time, at least hop in the inner circle, you guys. Um, DM us on Instagram if you want to set up a strategy call. We can help kind of find the right program for you. And first of all, see if you're a good fit for us because not everybody is, which is totally okay. Um, Set up a strategy call with us. If you've been on the fence for a long time, um, don't wait because in about a month or two, all the spots very well could be full, especially for one-on-one coaching. So I just want to put that out there to make sure that you heard it from me first and that you don't get sad later if you can't work with us because Mama Megan told you ahead of time. Okay. Okay. So today I really just wanted to uh, teach you guys how to encourage your own heart. And in this busy season of mine, really just busy year, um, learning how to navigate through implementing more systems for my own personal business and my life and just navigating relationships and friendships and church and business and family and travel and, and, and new speaking opportunities and songwriting and singing and all these different things and juggling like 10 hats at once. I've really had to learn how to be my own best cheerleader. And I was talking with my pastors this weekend. And one thing that they said that really resonated with me um, when they were kind of challenging me a little bit is wherever you go, there you are. And I was like, "Woo!" like, I'm not even sure I caught that the first time I heard that. But wherever you go, there you are. I think a lot of times, you guys, it's very easy, specifically in pageantry, to blame our external results on external forces. Well, different judges, different day. You know, even like I said earlier, sometimes that absolutely is true. Uh, you know, different judges, different winner, different day. 100%, right? Sometimes you're not everyone's cup of tea, and that's perfectly okay. But what I found um, in just kind of my adulthood and my wise 26 years, you know, probably older than most of the people who are listening to this podcast, is that um, sometimes I really have blamed my problems on other people, on um, other systems in my life, or, you know, just you guys get my point. But I think it's really easy, um, almost as a defensive and a protective mechanism to say um, that things are not our fault. And to not take personal responsibility. And I don't mean for this to be heavy, um, but I mean for this to be truthful, that wherever you go, there you are. Whether it's a relationship, I think we see it most often in relationships, or whether it's in your grades, whether it's in your um, habits, whether it's in your morning and nightly routines, lack of routines, whether it's you staying true to your word or being somebody who's not accountable um, and your friends can't count on you. There's a lot to that, you guys. 
And I just want to remind you that wherever you go, there you are. Um, oftentimes, if we really look down at things, we're the problem. And I know that that's a tough thing to swallow. But on the flip side of that coin, I want to encourage you in that. Because if you're the problem, then that actually also means that you have 100% control in terms of being the one who's in the driver's seat to fix it. And let me just raise both hands and say that I'm still learning this in my life because, duh, it is a lot easier to blame it on your ex-boyfriend or to blame it on the circumstances or to blame it on your teacher or to blame it on your choreographer or to blame it on your mom or to blame it on your boss or to blame it on your friend or to blame it on that girl who hurt you. And I think we've all been there, myself included. But at the end of the day, um, you know, God's really taken me through a season of my life right now where he's like, get out of bed put your makeup on, stay true to your word, work really hard and uh, <laughs> show yourself how much you can control in your life, um, which is my attitude, which is what I'm speaking over myself every day, which is how I'm thinking, how I'm choosing, how I'm acting, who I'm surrounding myself with, who I'm allowing to speak into my own life, um, how I treat my family, how I treat people who might be treated as quote unquote, the least of these in other places? How do I treat the person taking my ticket at the movie theater? How do I treat people who could never give me anything in return? How do I treat, um, Hollaback, just want to say this because it ticks me off probably more than anything, if I can be completely honest with you. How do you treat the hostesses, the cafeteria lady, the people that are taking the tickets, the people who are running the silent auction at your local pageant? How are you treating the other girls when you're not on stage? Okay, who are you that person? Who, what kind of person are you when basically the cameras aren't on? Because guess what, I can promise you, if you're a different person behind the scenes than you are when it matters, then you're gonna fail when it matters. I unfortunately see this whenever I hear from my clients who I, honestly, like I don't really allow any of my clients to gossip and they're such nice girls, they never really do. But every you know once in a while, once or twice a year, People like to bring up, oh, well, this was a mean girl. This is what she did. And, you know, it's just really unfortunate um, because sometimes the mean girl does get to be fake behind the scenes and turn it on on stage. But um, it's really interesting because I would venture to say that um, just don't forget that you only see what you see. And I, tr I firmly believe, you guys, that if somebody is acting differently um, behind the scenes than they are when they're in front of judges, just remember that inner turmoil produces interpersonal conflict and that what you have on the inside of you, if you're ugly on the inside, it's going to come out as ugly on the outside. And it, they might have, huh, what's it called? They might have won the battle, but you won the war. They might have won the battle of that local pageant uh, or even the state pageant. Can we just be completely honest? Uh, the girl that you might have thought was the mean girl might have won the state pageant. And that really, really stinks. Um, first and foremost, we don't know their entire story. Um, and oftentimes they have still worked really, really, really hard for that. And they do genuinely want the job. Okay. And it's not our job to put ourselves in the judgment seat, um, or else that can wreak havoc in our own life. But just remember that, um, God still got a plan for everybody. And just because somebody else seems like they got your reward or the thing that you were, um, striving for, it doesn't denounce, um, 
denounce. Yeah, that's a word, right? <laughs> Renounce, whatever you want to call it. Um, the fact that you are still living in your own lane and that the things that God's promised you in your heart are 100% still available to you. But kind of scaling back to my earlier point, I really want you guys to look internally today and just ask yourself, how often am I blaming my circumstances or other people for my lack of happiness, for the reason why I can't do something, for the reason why I haven't accomplished something? And then ask yourself, what am I doing to be my, my biggest cheerleader in my life? What am I doing to build myself up every day? What am I doing to reestablish my identity and tell myself who I am? Um, because you really get what you allow in your life. And again, I'm raising both my hands. I'm, I'm walking through a season of really, really solid just um, discipline in my life where I'm getting up at the same time every day and I'm really honing in on my morning routine and, and God's just growing me and my awareness of my habits, my relationships, my friendships, and how I speak to myself. Because so often I pour out to you guys so often that um, God's like, yeah, Megan, what are you doing to balance that, to make sure that you are worshiping, that you're you know, reading, that you're doing the things that fill you up? God asked me even earlier today, I was just spending some time with the Lord and, and I really feel, feel like God was like, yeah, Megan, what do you do for fun? And my mentors asked me that actually too. They're like, okay, you've had all this success. I've met my income goals. You know, I'm, I made last week what I used to make in a year, just to be completely honest. And God has, God has just blessed me. Um, I'm planting seeds for three years and now the compounding effect is in effect and things are just, you know, popping like hotcakes. And I think you guys have seen that on my Instagram, just so many of our clients winning and doing well. And it's just like so awesome. And um, it's kind of like what happens when you give up your state title. If you haven't prepared your yourself and your identity for that next dream and it, making sure that who you are is not what you do. And if you haven't listened to that, go back to like, I think it was podcast number two, three, four, something really early. If you haven't separated that, then um, what happens when you accomplish the dream? What happens when you make the financial goal? What happens when you win the state pageant? And then a week later, you realize that your character didn't match your goal. And so therefore, you're driving on I-29, I-80, I-65, wherever you live. And um, you realize that you're really lonely because you never learned how to harness in your thought life. You never learned how to master um, the mental game. You never learned how to coach yourself um, out of fear and into faith and into believing in yourself and who God says that you are. And so I really just want to distinguish that for you guys today, understanding that being your best cheerleader is such an important skill before you reach your goal. Um, I'm at this stage in my life right now where I'm having to dream new dreams. And God really spoke to me just saying, Megan, first of all, is your dream clearer than your fears are? And if it's not, then you're meditating on your fears more than you're meditating on your dreams. How do you expect your dreams to come true? And I was just like, whoa, um, that's a sucker punch to the gut because that's reality. Um, I think so often we can be so hard and hypercritical on ourselves that we're really good at rehearsing all the absolutely horrible things that we've done um, or that, you know, just that we think we are rehearsing all this self-criticism and overthinking constantly but we aren't rehearsing the things that make us really, really great. So a couple of practical things for you guys today is I really want you to write down the vision for your life that you have in great detail. Who, what, when, where, why? How are you going to get there? What are the first steps that you want to do to take there? 
um, get it out of your head um, and onto paper, onto something that you can look at every day. That's why we have all of our clients do a morning formula exercise every single day, which my mentors taught me. Getting that on paper, deciding what you want your life to be, um, and really encouraging your own heart. Like we talked about a little bit last week, um, next, do you guys rehearse and keep a log of the wins of your life? I, I started a note on my phone actually earlier today because um, I like to have it with me wherever I go. And obviously, I always have my phone. <laughs> I'm about to get a second phone, actually, just because I want to keep work life and personal life separate. And it's just something that I finally am at that place where I need to do that. Um, but I started just writing down even just some simple wins, which don't have to matter to anybody else, but really, really mattered to me. And um, they're just little things like this week, we finally got back the Miss Nebraska Instagram Instagram, and I worked really, really hard and I had the right connection um, to somebody at Facebook to get that back for my sister. And while nobody else might care about that, that was a huge win for my family because it had 10,000 followers that every other Miss Nebraska had worked very hard to build. And you know, it's an asset that my sister deserves as Miss Nebraska and nobody else was um, able to help. And, you know, we weren't hearing back from some of the national organizations and all these things. And so I said, okay, I'm going to step in and help. And that was a huge win for me because I love being a connector. And one of my connections ended up totally, you know, helping my sister, who's my kin and my family and my best friend. So do you guys have your wins written down? somewhere that you can rehearse whenever you get down in yourself. Can you remember um, all the great things that you've done? Like, for example, if you have a really hard dance move in your talent and that you freak out about every time you come to it, have you, do you have a log of, okay, well, I've successfully hit this um, turn or successfully hit this aerial or successfully hit this backflip 29 times. And that's going to prove to me that I can do it this time. Or are you letting your mind just focus on the fact that you biffed it in rehearsal earlier today? And then that's, that's the you know hamster wheel that your mind's stuck on. The next thing I want to encourage you guys in, and the last thing is to get out. <laughs> and you're probably like, um, the movie, what, what? <laughs> no, um, to get out. And there are a couple actually psychological um, techniques that you can use that are proven to help you get out of your own head. And a few of those things are to change your location, um, to start speaking words that are different than how you're currently feeling, and to change your patterns. Um, sometimes when I'm giving voice lessons, my clients think that I'm crazy because I'll have them do all these weird hand motions or do a lunge or squat or clap or jump or raise their eyebrows or do these weird different things. And they're always like, Coach Megan, why the heck are you having me do this? Then they'll hit, hit some awesome note and perfect resonance and their breath support is incredible and they nailed something that they were just working on crying for four hours a day before and we fixed it in five minutes. And they're like, how the heck did you make me do that? And I was like, want to know why? Because when you're in your head, that produces tension. Tension on your voice produces strain or produces tongue tension, neck tension, you know, jaw tension. Your breath sucks. Your breath totally goes out the window. Everything that we practiced and you're so in your head that you're condemning yourself. And therefore, that's why you go back to all of your old muscle memory and all of your old habits. Okay. So remember that, that when you're stressed, you naturally go back to all of your old habits. So you have to do something different to get out. So even if you have to write that on your phone background, whatever, remember that getting out, getting out of your own head, getting out of your location, getting out of your same patterns, getting out of your same word patterns, all those different things are going to help you achieve that new result of being your own best cheerleader. And the final thing that I want to say today in this very short podcast is just remember that you have scripture, you have positive affirmations, you, you can even text friends um, and crowdsource, okay, what are the best things that you love about me? Why are we friends? What do you like about me? What do you think stands out? What's unique about me? How would you describe me to somebody else? Ask your 
trusted family member, your favorite coach, if you need encouragement. And just remember that you don't have to do life alone. The worst thing that you can do in these situations is isolate yourself. And you know what? I'm a culprit of this too because sometimes I'm just such an overthinker that I would rather just sit and think and think and think and think and think until I can think no more. And I just need to go to bed. And so I've tried to become more self-aware and better at getting myself out of my comfort zone and just going outside for a walk, changing my scenery, calling up a friend as I walk or saying, hey, can we get together for appetizers tonight? Hey, can we go see a movie? Hey, can you come over? Hey, do you want to watch The Bachelorette with me? Whatever it is, you guys, um, doing life together, there's power in numbers. And especially when you have a great support group, if you guys go look at my Instagram highlights, I was just watching some of them today, the shenanigans and the funny highlights. Those, those people that you see in there, my family and my friends, you know, Kaylee and Jake and Carter and, and all these people in my life, you guys are, are the people who get me through the day. A lot of times I'm not perfect. And I'm somebody who gets down on myself. And sometimes I feel like I'm carrying this giant mantle of, you know, 45 lives um, that are in my community that I hold myself very responsible for, not to mention the girls that I pastor, the girls who are in my crew. And it can be a lot of responsibility. You know, I'm, I'm, feel like superwoman a lot. And I appreciate people who call me that. Um, but I'm also just Megan sometimes. And God's really teaching me in this season that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to rest. And I have absolute permission just to be Megan sometimes. And that's where if you guys see me with no makeup on, it's why, I mean, even just gosh, like three of the clients I onboarded last week, I said, yeah, so why of all things do you want to talk to me about some of those problems that you're dealing with? And I kid you not, and this is not, I mean, not to boast, whatever, but it just is what it is. They're like, you know, honestly, I follow a lot of pageant coaches and you're just the only one who's real. And I'm like, well, hallelujah, because I wear makeup twice a week. I got makeup on right now as I'm recording this and I feel like Beyonce because I don't put makeup on every day. I work from home and I'm a very real person. And as I'm coaching, I, I expect you to be real. So like I said, I'm willing to go first and be somebody who's real. Not that you're not real if you don't wear makeup. You hear me on that. But I want to have the authentic relationship um, in my vibe on social media, which extends to my company, which extends to the type of clients that I believe God gives me and why they've been so successful is because we don't take everybody. We only take clients who are willing to get real, get vulnerable, allow me to push them on a couple things and teach them the very things like I'm teaching you in this podcast. So today, if this encouraged you, I'd love for you to leave a positive review on iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. That helps us. We're already up to number two on iTunes. If you type in powerhouse, it's so exciting. We've been able to help so many people and our numbers are climbing every single week. So if you could give us a, a positive review, written review, as well as five stars, we would so appreciate that. Share this on, on your social media with somebody who needs to hear this. It's so easy to share this, you guys. If you're listening on the podcast app, the Purple Podcast app, maybe you listen on our website or on Podbean. But if you do have an iPhone and you're on the podcast app, it literally is one click just to share this. So maybe you even know somebody who's not in pageants, but just needs to learn how to be their own best cheerleader and hear it from somebody who's been successful and who is successful and still has bad days, still needs encouragement, still needs to call a friend sometimes and just say, hey, I'm having a crappy day. I need you to tell me who I am, you know, or tell me to get in the word or tell me to worship, tell me to go dance like nobody's watching all silly or go to a movie by myself just because I love to be around people, right? We all need that. And whether you're successful, whether you're a millionaire, whether you are broke as a joke, I don't care. We all have good days and bad days. And that's why we're doing this together. So make sure you share this with somebody who you love, who you know needs to hear this. And at the end of the segment, you guys will listen for an opportunity to join the inner circle, um, which is an amazing, amazing group of powerhouse women, just like you, who are achieving their dreams every single day. So with that, we'll see you next week. 
If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.